Hello, welcome back to the show. Today we have with us Nidhi Gupta. She is a senior researcher at the National Research Center for the Working Environment in Denmark. She served as a postdoctoral fellow at NFA after completing her doctoral degree in sports science at the Nanyang Technological University in Singapore. Dr. Gupta has contributed to various national and international research initiatives dedicated to promoting accurate assessments of physical work demands and improving the prevention of musculoskeletal disorders. Today we are joined by our producer Neha Rao and I am your host Aditi Bhatt. Dr. Gupta, welcome to the show. Thank you Aditi. It's a pleasure. So we ask everybody this and uh, I'm really curious to know about your journey as well seeing as you started in sports science uh, how did you become interested in studying occupational health and consequently becoming a senior researcher at the National Research Center for the Working Environment Well actually occupational health was not my dream uh, but when I started I always wanted to be in a field where I can help people Mm-hmm. and people wanted me in my family wanted me to be a doctor because i can help people but it was not my uh, type my sister is a doctor by the way but uh, then i started to work in the sports science field did my phd there and uh, there my scope was to help the athletes but uh, i realized i have to go a little bit more broader and that's why i came to occupational health field because here i can go much more broader i have the possibility to touch upon the whole working population So that was my main motivation to come into occupational health field. So let's talk about your research interest. Um you they lie in developing user-friendly variables for measuring physical work demands at a large scale. Um how does wearable technology fit into the understanding of MSD and physical work um and the connection between them? Well actually as you know MSD is a big problem. uh for workplaces and among workers is a big one of the main burden is because of the MSD at work mm. um and we know that the one of the main risk factor uh is physical work demands ergonomic demands we call them or physical work demands and number of terms we are using to define the physical right. work demands for example uh people are doing prolonged sitting prolonged standing uh lifting a lot of heavy weights and so on there are a number of examples of physical work demands um so what we do currently at workplaces the most popular trend is that when people have problem of pain then what we do is we do a assessment of hmm. how big is the problem and what is the main reason behind it and then we give advices on what to do about it and then we implement some you know change at work so we can hmm. Uh, improve in this condition but what we have done currently is we are using self reports mainly to assess what is the problem and we are using interviews and observations and we know by research right now that all these information give you some biased information and that means when people feel hard they will tell you they have done a lot of heavy work so if you ask a person who has a lot of pain then if you ask them have you been lifting your arms above your shoulder level for a long time and they will say yes almost 100% of the time because they feel hard in their body mm. but in reality that might not be true there could be some other reasons that leads to pain mm. uh, so so we have to get a good picture of what is the problem actually and more specific information of problem so mm. and that information we don't we don't get that usually from workplaces because you, we are primarily using self reports and interviews right. and observations so there comes variables into picture we can use variables to 
better assess the problem. We can do proper measurements. We can do proper risk assessment to know we can go down to second by second or minutes of how many minutes you've spent on physical work demands and where in a day, how many in a, in a day. So how many minutes in a day and where in the day of, of the work. So that kind of information is needed to make good changes. And people take this information seriously because it's objectively measured. Right. So, and, and that's why variables is the future, I think, because that's the way to go. Uh, but of course, problem is that we don't use variables so much at work. Right. Maybe you have seen also in India, not many workplaces actually use the variables at work. They're just fancy I mean, things. from what I'm seeing, uh, it's not enforced in a workplace, but a lot of people are now using some sort of biofeedback, like a smartwatch or something more often, mm. but that's just a personal choice that they're making. Exactly. It's, it's like a personal choice. They're using for lifestyle. They're not yes. using for changing their work so they can reduce pain because of work. That's right. And probably you've seen it in... Uh, IT sector in India, but yeah. you haven't seen a cleaner wearing a smartwatch, checking their work. You know, it's it's very not regular, but it should be regular. It's not, it should not be that difficult to do your job. I mean, it is difficult to do your job, but if you can do something about it, it doesn't feel so hard to do your job, then you can sustain your life along and you can have better quality of life. So that that's what I think variables come in picture. It gives you better measurements, better risk assessment, better recommendations, right. and also help you tailor the inter intervention or tailor the, the change that you're making. Today, you uh, you felt like, okay, the change I'm making is not really fitting to what you think it should fit in. Then you can make the changes. And it's easy to connect all the people who are relevant to make a change at workplace, like your uh, practitioners or OHS mm -hmm. professionals, workers, they can be connected to each other through wearables that you can't do with self-reports or observations. So, right. so that's what I think is a variable coming into picture to treat, to target physical work demands and MST. This is just blowing my mind a little bit because we always talk about how to manage um, WRMSTs better. And we talk very little about how to assess them and how to objectively measure them. So this is, um, and I never really looked at, of course, coming from a, somebody who's not from this background, using variables as a way to measure uh, objectively and to get, and use that information to build better interventions. Um, so what are some things that we can consider when incorporating variables into a work environment? Yeah, so I think we are at a very starting uh, position here. We are on a, start mark right now we are not very ahead using the variables into workplaces i mean we know all the ben benefits of using variables at work but we're still not using so i think the the advice of how to integrate variables at workplaces would be that i think most of the time when i talk to the ohs professionals who are the br building bridge to handling the problem at at workplaces they think variables are very cool but they're not using it because they think they're very difficult to use and they're very costly. And we don't, we need a tech, you know, expertise on this. We don't have any education on this. So how can we use it? They don't know right. how to use it. And I think, so we have to make sure that the variables that we're designing, it's very handy. It's very easy for practitioners to use. So we need to design variables for, that are designed for which as professionals who can use these in their own practice. They can earn money on this, giving better advices, better services to the workplaces. So easy to use is definitely one um, uh, yeah. element. Then second thing is should not be very costly. If it's very costly, people will not use it. 
and then it should be something that is fitting to the work workplace systems you don't want to come into a very fancy system that people can't relate to mm-hmm. so you want to develop a system which can be integrated into uh, systems that workplaces are using mm-hmm. you know for example a system let's say a workplace use a system to design their uh, work routine you know mm-hmm. day routine of the workers then you should have a system that can integrate into that routine because you want to target different words for uh, the time spent on different physical work demands that can only be done when you know that your system is talking to the system that they're using to design the time how to right. how to organize your time in a day so it should be it should be integrated and the fourth thing is um data privacy is a big issue among among variables right people the workers have to accept the system before they use it and date if they're not confident that the information that they're measuring using variables is not going to get used in a negative way mm. some people may be using it to you know fire people and some managers are you know problematic so they will use this yeah. information to in a negative way so data privacy and how do you present this information in a safe way to the workers it's very important it's one of the areas where we need to work together mm. and of course hr professionals when they're bringing their robots into workplaces they need some education how to use this that we are not having any courses right now we don't have education in their curriculum mm. that they get information education on how to use robots at workplaces so do you have any examples or any insights from any projects that you've worked on um where you can lay out sort of a real life situation in a way that you maintain privacy <laughs> yes yeah, so, i mean there are a number of projects uh i mean i've been working in uh objective measurements using variables for last 12 years now at and our institute nfa mm-hmm. uh, they have a big history about promoting objective measurements so there are lots of examples but i've worked with projects where we can do proper risk assessment using objective measurements so i ran up we finished a project called podesa where we could first tell people that if you do 5 minutes of lifting your arms above your shoulder level which is a big risk factor for pain in the shoulder then you have so much risk till now what information we have is using self reports and then self reports are very uh, approximate like mm. 25% of your time or 75% of your time spending on arm above shoulder level and people who have pain they will always say yes 100% of the time so that information is not very useful for workplaces so what we are we have done in this project is to get even the minutes how many minutes of your work that you spend on arm lifted above mm. shoulder level leads to pain and sickness absence in the future because that is the risk assessment that you inbuilt into variables when you go to workplaces uh those are some of the past projects but now i'm working a lot of projects where we designing these variables that are easy to use for uh now we are designing some systems that are used for easy to use very uh, uh friendly user friendly uh variables that we can use for cohorts collection data collection the cohorts and surveillance mm-hmm. and then um I have recently got a funding on to design take the step further and exactly desi- designing the system that we just talked about a variable for practitioners OHS professionals right so we can integrate these variables to prevent to to reduce the harmful effects of physical work demands and prevent MSD at workplaces so that is exa- exactly we got funding for so we are 
we just started this year so cannot tell you more about it but uh, we we have something coming up in the future that's exciting looking forward to that so at previous you're giving a keynote and hosting a 3 hour workshop on wearable technologies and methods um what message uh, do you hope that attendees take away from it um i guess the first thing i want to tell people is i'm hosting this in india and it's my first time and i'm indian uh, that's my home country so first thing what i want to do is to make people aware what is out there in the market what is the future that's what i want to make people uh, aware about variables mm-hmm. and self reports and problems with them and uh, what is the future basically that's the first thing and then second thing i want to do is to encourage people to start using variables when people don't use them you don't develop them further we don't know the problems that are coming mm-hmm. with the usage of variables at work this is i want to uh, really motivate people to use the variables and that will really help and that's the third point is that uh, that will really help to start the the critical discussion around variables and that is the foundation for making the variables very easy to integrate in the in the practice at work mm-hmm. that would be the solid foundation so those three points i want to uh take home when i when i finish my workshop and um the keynote so i want to ask you a question um what are some challenges that you have faced when you've been trying to implement a wearable technology into a workforce and how did you sort of manage to overcome or how did you and your team overcome that challenge and do you have any advice for people who are trying to do the same thing I think as I mentioned before the main challenge that we usually have is the data privacy. Hmm. And and I know in Denmark we don't have that problem so much but I know in many of the countries we have but this. But also problem. in Europe there is a government law that yeah. protects citizens which in yeah. India it's starting the movement is starting but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. yeah. But it will come in the future hopefully. Yes. But I think that data privacy is one of the main challenge around variables. So in Denmark how we treat is we are go- because we have such a solid um uh, work environment system that people have a little bit more faith into uh these variables because of that. And then NFA our face is uh, quite valid here we have a good credibility in uh, Denmark so when we come as NFA researcher coming to do some research um people have a little bit more faith but still people have a lot of challenges and i uh, in, in using the variables at work because they think information might be used in a bad way i don't have a i don't think we have a perfect solution yet but i think the personal communication with them to tell them how we're going to use show them be very transparent to what you're going to use this data for how the data will look like what managers can do with this data this transparency is very important hmm. and that's how we have solved till now and that has led even us to use the variables into the leisure time as well because that is something they're private we can't force them to use into leisure time right. but they were okay with it because we were so transparent and they trust us as a researcher that we will not use the information in a bad way so that's that's definitely one thing that mm-hmm. uh, is been a challenge um i'm thinking more other challenges um yeah i think is also this difficulty around variables 
uh, as I mentioned before, one of the main challenge for practitioners mm. to use the variables into workplaces because they think we need a scientist with us to use the variables at workplaces. Right. And again, uh, that's why we are developing this solution. So when you ask for the, the challenge and how we overcome, I think the overcoming part, as I said, we are at a starting phase right now. So we yeah. don't have a perfect solution for how we overcome this. But definitely we know the challenges. And I'm hoping with this Ergo Connect new funding that we have gotten from EU, that we will actually make a solution to overcome this challenge where we can design a solution for practitioners. And they don't need us to come with them to do a... Um, intervention at workplaces to handle MSD. Because it's so intuitive, they can just do it yeah. themselves. It should be like a regular practice, just like wearables, smartwatches, right? Yeah. That uh, it should be that way at workplace, that it should be so regular that they are just using every day without thinking and people are feeling safe. I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at this, this is uh, Android, Google, right? People, there are a lot of problems around Google, but people still... Somehow it's so distant for them. They think nobody's mm. going to use this data. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, I'm not sure Google's the best example. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> trust somehow still give data, but now around workplaces, because now it's about their work, right? It's mm. about salaries. It's about uh, their job. Then people are very sensitive. And it makes sense, right? It's about their bread and butter. They're getting from work. They're not getting from the smartwatch. So that's why we have to be extra careful when we're mm. designing variables at work. That makes sense. Thank you for that insight. Um, last question. Do you have any advice for students or people who are interested in pursuing a career in the field of occupational health? <laughs> when I'm hearing this question, I, I really laugh at it a little bit because I think <laughs> I, I feel I'm not that, um, you know, not big enough. I'm not a professor. Or somebody but for was, somebody who started in sports science um, and then eventually moved on to occupational health, surely you have some insight into what drove you to make that transition. Mm. I um, think the advice advice I would give is, uh, of course, there could be many advices that I have learned a lot from. First thing is the networking. I think I have gained so much out of my networking. I have a big um, list of my collaborations around the world. So that is definitely, whenever students out there and the conferences, any meetings, they should make the best usage of it. Don't be shy. Just say hi. Everybody's thinking in the conference. How can I say hi? I was always thinking this to somebody, a professor. Somebody. Just go and say hi and people will talk to you. So that's definitely <laughs> first thing. <laughs> Networking is definitely a thing mm -hmm. and don't be shy to make one. Uh, the second thing is, Think about what you want to do in the future. You're going to be the consultant. You want to be a researcher and then have a proper education. Think from now, what kind of educational background you should have. And for that, you need networking so you can reach that goal that you want to do in 10 years from now. And um, I think because I'm so much into technology, definitely I think students should think that technology is the is the future no matter if they work in variables or some other field technology is the future so be aware read about technology be aware with new technological advancements and also don't be shy to open your ears to other fields i know that people want to be expert in one field and 
not so much into other you don't have to be the expert on on uh, different fields but when you open your ears to other fields you might get ideas that you haven't thought right now but because mm-hmm. you heard that presentation from other field you want to you think oh that i can probably do together so so these are some of the learnings i have done till now that really helped me mm-hmm. to shape my career now so i don't know if it's advice but it's something sort of learning for me um that i have that's done. really good takeaways though um thank you for that and thank you for your time dr gupta thank you so much aditi bye bye